This is the Tyler Morgan Show on Relentless Daring Media Network. Welcome to the Tyler Morgan Show. I used to say on Podbean.com, but... I have parted ways with Podbean. And again, it's nothing that Podbean did wrong. It's, it was all me. I had to, you know, find some things to do, kind of help branch out. And and honestly, Podbean has been great. I am sad that I had to walk away from them, but there's absolutely zero hard feelings. But now I'm on ACAST, which ACAST is, allows me to be able to put bonus content up on Patreon. So go to patreon.com slash Tyler Morgan show, sign up there. And there are four different tiers. If you are, you know, an official patron, that's five bucks a month. That gives you access to bonus material. That gives you access to a monthly AMA. I see that pretty princess Steve has jumped in on the chat here on Twitch. So yeah, anyways, back to Patreon. Uh, the $5 gets you bonus content, which the first episode of Extra Shots, because this is the land of bourbon and bad decisions, you can never have too many shots. Um, Go there. You can list the extra shots. You'll have early access to interviews. Right now, I'm trying to work with John Andrasik and um, uh, Nick Palmagiano, uh with uh, Save Our Allies. They did some really neat stuff in uh, Ukraine. And there's a lot to be said about Ukraine as far as the... Uh, a lot of the craziness over there and corruption, but the people of Ukraine are still in the middle of a war that they, they really didn't ask for. Yeah. Maybe those ones in the Russian controlled parts of the nation did, but yeah, that's on that. That's on them. But yeah. Yeah. John Andrasik's like, Hey, I want to make a music video in Ukraine. Hey, Nick Palmagiano, we work together to get people out of Afghanistan. Can you, uh, can you get me, uh, get me over there? And Nick Palmagiano said, sure. Got him in. They recorded a music video and it's an awesome video if you haven't seen it. So check it out. So stuff like that is I want to give, give back to listeners. So you get the official, there's $10 tier, a $20 tier and a $50 tier. As you step up, you do get more perks, more benefits. Uh, they said there's a monthly AMA. You'll always have access to no matter where you're at you'll always get the bonus content early access i'm going to try editing the ad blocks in the middle of this out so you can get the ad free listening experience with the exception of the uh the live read for coffee that i will be doing every episode which i still have to get to however as it keeps going on uh really once you hit that 20 and 50 dollar tier that's where things really start to get interesting that's where they get fun um, there will be an opportunity at the 20 and $50 marks that quarterly you will get a surprise. Hey, a very pleasant surprise. It could be a sticker. It could be a t-shirt, a hoodie, something along those lines. Again, this is something Patreon does for those 20, $50 level donors. And, you know, 
again, it's more to give back to you than to bribe you to give me money. Please give me your money. So let me talk to you about coffee, more specifically American pride roasters. Uh, this is by far one of my favorite coffees. I have been working on the Thomas Paine blend. He has one that is, uh, allows you to abandon all common sense for the age of reason. The age of reason is 100% pure dark roasted, robust beans and me, I am not a dark roast kind of guy, but I love that coffee. It is absolutely amazing. Has double the caffeine of regular Arabica beans. Oh my God. Is this, this, this puts some hits in your giddy up. Let me tell you, it is amazing coffee. Love drinking it. Very smooth for a dark roast and highly caffeinated blend. So check it out. American Pride Roasters. Historically. Great coffee. All right. So getting into things, um, this week has proven to be rather insane. Well, really the last couple weeks have been insane with, oh my God, there's been a 10 year old girl who had to be taken across state lines for an abortion. And I'm not going to lie. When this story first broke, I thought it was bullcrap. I thought this was something made up either A, by the crazy pro-baby murder uh, crowd that has nothing better to do than to sacrifice their unborn to Moloch, or B, which I found to be less likely, um, is a story made up by anti-abortion people who are trying to make it a crime to go across state lines for abortions. Anyways, it's all been some craziness. Uh, we have one story that, that came out with one source with people really not backing it up. Uh, the Originally, it was an Indianapolis star came out with it, and they were very, very cagey. They would not put any other media people in contact with their source. So when other media outlets should have been trying to verify, many of them were just Oh, I would just go along with it. Indianapolis Star says it's good. It's got to be fine. And so you had a lot of people, Jim Jordan, uh, Tucker Carlson, myself, Glenn Beck, so many of these right-wing uh, pundits and representatives, congressmen, uh, the attorney general for the state of Ohio, the attorney general for the state of Indiana, all said, from what we can tell, this did not happen. And then earlier this week, there was an arrest. But fortunately, because there were people putting pressure on the state of Ohio to, hey, something's going on here. It doesn't make any sense. Nothing is adding up. 
can you find us some damn answers? If the answers finally came in, sort of. Um, a 27-year-old illegal alien who has been living here, I say here, living in Columbus, Ohio, for the last seven years. That would be since the end of the Obama administration, if you're following along. For the last seven years, he has been here. He has been arrested and released. Uh, I just come back. Here's your court date. Because Columbus, Ohio is a sanctuary city. So this guy has been roaming around free for seven years instead of deported, as he should have been, sent back to, I believe, El, Sal El Salvador or Guatemala. One of those two. Yeah, sent back home. It's, um, but there's, it just keeps getting deeper and deeper and deeper. Um, I'm making some speculations here that it has not been confirmed. Again, these are my opinions based on what I'm seeing. The rapist apparently is the is the bow of the girl's mother. And oddly enough, the first people to try to interview the mother was Telemundo. And as far as Telemundo goes, based on their audience, I did notice the uh, video that the reporter is speaking Spanish. The woman on the other side of the door that you cannot see is also speaking Spanish. So, is this one of those situations where this is just a whole group of illegal aliens that came together and the mom just happened to start dating one of them who turned around and raped his daughter twice that he admitted to? Possible. I That's currently what the media wants you to believe. Is it also possible that maybe the 27-year-old, whose name I will not say, works for a cartel or as a coyote. And he used his position to force himself on a 10-year-old girl to get what he needed out of the mother. That's a possibility. I mean, they have been known to do that. Sexual exploitation has been known to occur with the human trafficking uh, garbage. So, I guess there are so many things. Um, the mother of the child insists that the guy who was arrested did nothing wrong. This wouldn't shock me either. Because when he was in court, he had to have a translator explaining everything that was going on. Because he's speaking no English. So is it possible 
that we have a Henry Lee Lucas. You don't know who Henry Lee Lucas is. He was a renowned confessor of crimes. He confessed to over 100 murders and kidnappings. Very few of them he actually committed just because uh, he just liked to confess. He wanted the attention. Is it possible that this guy, I'm not saying he wants the attention. Is it possible that via a breakdown of communication that through police saying, oh, crap. We don't make something happen soon. This is going to look horrible on us. I don't know. However, there's so much stuff with the timeline that doesn't even make sense. So uh, the best reporting on this has been um, through PJ Media, through Megan Fox. No, not the Transformers, Megan Fox. Different one. A much smarter one. And it has been absolutely nuts trying to figure any of this stuff out because, like I said, not a lick of it makes any sense. You have this guy who doesn't speak any English confessing to a crime. Um, you have the abortion that was allegedly done in June, on June 30th. But the first incident of anything going on, anything happening, being reported to CPS was June 22nd. And she was said to be at least eight weeks pregnant when she had the abortion. So that means the first time she would have been raped would have been, I don't know, in beginning of May. Like I said, it, it was, re the abuse was reported to CPS on the 22nd. That has been confirmed. Again, a whole, Whopping two days. Actually, it was the same day as the uh, as the Dobbs ruling. That just seems a little hinky. So, same day as the Dobbs ruling comes out, it's reported to CPS that she's been a victim of rape. Is it possible this is the second time that she's been raped and that it's being reported? I don't know because a lot of the uh, Columbus PDs and others are kind of slow walking, you know, official FOIA requests. I said, uh, so you have 20 seconds when it's reported. You have the 30th is when the doctor you know, did the medical or did the medicinal abortion. Uh, from what I can, what I found it, it's she, you know, had the two pill kill your baby. Um, 
And then somehow right after that, that's when it starts leaking about, oh my God, a 10 year old. Oh my God, a 10 year old. And it was on July 3rd. Dana Bash is hammering Christy Noam from South Dakota on her show. Yo, what about the 10 year old who had to travel across state lines? Of course, it was coming off as more of a hypothetical than a, this actually happened because at that point, no one knew it actually happened. And, you know, Christy Noam, she's like, you know, this is a really hard situation, but. You know, you can't use tragedy as a reason to foment more tragedy. That's not an exact quote. I'm just kind of paraphrasing what she said. But it just goes on and on. It wasn't until last week when Joe Biden, or at least one of his speechwriters, caught wind that, oh, my God, there was a child that was raped. And I had to go across state lines to get an abortion. We have to we have to run with this. That is when it finally clicked that, oh my God, something we can use. Oh my gosh. Um so much, so many questions about all of this. Like I said, uh, Megan Fox over at PJ Media has been absolutely outstanding. Just because she has been on like a bulldog, just trying to get the answers. I've got stories. All I've got her and got you know Megan Fox's you know right here with douchebag's face on it, and this, and as things are slowly coming out because there's been no one wanting to actually give real information to the media. It's been so slow to come by. Uh, this is from two days ago. The doctor who told the state she performed abortion on 10-year-old girl documents show. This is from Sarah McCammon at NPR. This was updated at 10.10 p.m. Eastern Time on the 15th. A new document obtained by NPR confirms that an Indiana doctor reported to state officials that she performed an abortion last month on a 10-year-old rape victim. <sighs> Steve, you're following the wrong Megan Fox. <laughs> okay, you, you acknowledge this is the wrong one. Okay. Whew. Thought we were going to have some problems there. I, I thought I explained this earlier when I mentioned her name. Anyways, uh, the recent release of the document comes from after Indiana's attorney general said he would investigate the physician claiming without providing evidence that she has a history of failing to report abortions as required under Indiana law. I mean, just because he said it doesn't necessarily mean he's running a smear. He could be in the process of something that they've noted in the past. There's always questions about underage abortions, but neither here nor there. In the document released by Indiana Department of Health and, and reviewed by NPR, Dr. Caitlin Bernard says she provided a medication abortion to a 10-year-old girl at Indiana University 
Health Medical Center in Indianapolis on June 30th. Again, eight days after when Ohio CPS was notified that there was a situation. Yeah, the procedure uses pills to induce abortion, involves two drug protocol approved for use up to 10 weeks of pregnancy. So again, if on June 30th, that was 10 weeks, that goes all the way to June, there's four weeks, all of May. So that means that could be pushing back into the end of April where she actually got pregnant if it was a 10-week pregnancy when she had the abortion. Again, like I said, the timelines are so sketch on all of this. It's really hard to tell. According to the report, the abortion took place a few days after Supreme Court's Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization decision, which overturned longstanding abortion rights precedent and triggered abortion bans to take effect in multiple states. The story drew widespread public attention after Bernard relayed the incident to the Indianapolis Star saying the girl had come across state lines because of Ohio's abortion ban. The abortion ban that the attorney general for the state of Ohio said, yeah, she could have had the abortion because she's 10. Yes, it is beyond six weeks, allegedly, but she's 10. The health risks of a 10-year-old carrying a child to term are potentially catastrophic, far more so than a 15, 16-year-old who, you know, they get drunk at a party and find themselves knocked up. So there's a good reason why if there's... Room put into the Ohio law about doctors being able to make a good faith decision and go, hey, you know what? She's 10. This could seriously mess her up for life because, yeah, she is still pubescent. She is still in the process of developing. Will she be able to make the proper amount of hormones and chemistry and have the proper diet so this child is a is healthy? So as the mom, she's healthy. They can't guarantee that, so they have room for that to be done. Uh, and the prominent abortion rights opponents expressed skepticism until this week when a 27-year-old man was charged with the girl's rape in Franklin County. And there's one article I was going to use from The Guardian because... That's where you go for all the best coverage for things going on in the United States is a British newspaper. Right. But the Guardian had this huge, long diatribe about, oh, Jim Jordan, Tucker Carlson, they're so bad. They called this girl a liar. No, we didn't call the girl a liar. I didn't call the girl a liar. I said this story sounds hinky. And if it turns out to be true, then okay. 
But until then, I'm going to play the skepticism card because I don't trust it. You have one source and one newspaper holding all the cards, and they will not they will not share their cards with their fellow reporters. The doctor in question will not return phone calls to reporters. That leads to a very, very, very high probability that this thing could very well be a hoax. You know, those things that the left loves to perpetrate on people all the time. Absolutely insane. Indiana University issue statement on Friday saying Bernard had complied with applicable privacy laws. Yes, she can talk in vague generalities. She can say a 10-year-old child, but she can't say child's name, blah, 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 so many other things. Ethnicity, because again, I would not be shocked to find out that everybody involved in this situation in that home where this rape occurred was an illegal alien. But I digress. As part of IU Health's commitment to patient privacy and compliance with privacy laws, IU Health routinely initiates reviews, including the matter in the new matters in the news concerning Dr. Caitlin Bernard. Pursuant to its policy, IU Health conducted an investigation with the full cooperation of Dr. Bernard and other IU Health team members. U Health's investigation found Dr. Bernard in compliance with privacy laws. Uh, her report filed on July 2nd noted that the 10-year-old girl's pregnancy occurred as a result of abuse. Obviously, note, very few 10-year-olds are having consensual, uh, consensual, <laughs> Consensual sexual relations with 27-year-olds or each other, for that matter. And, you know, getting pregnant. Her report on July 2nd noted the 10-year-old's pregnancy occurs as a result of abuse and estimates that the patient was six weeks pregnant at the time of the abortion. Oh, so even at six weeks... There was a high likelihood that they would not detect a heartbeat. And then they could have had the abortion in Ohio. But we we have all the talk about the abortion, the abortion, the abortion. Oh, the important thing is the abortion. No, here is what the important thing is. This is the same thing that I said even before. It came out, they arrested somebody. The important thing is that a criminal alien who should have been deported years ago, Ohio, Columbus, Ohio specifically, federal government, you have someone who is preying upon children. And doing it under his girlfriend's nose to the point where she is defending him, saying, ah, it's a lie. Everything they're saying about Jimmy is a lie. She would never do anything like that to my little girl. This child was a victim. And then on top of 
being a victim, she was re-victimized by having her story put in the media, put out by the press, by an activist doctor who really just wanted the attention, wanted to be able to push her narrative just a little bit further. Yes, she reported it as required by law. Reported as a 17-year-old who who attacked her on the forms. Uh, that's what uh, Just the News is reporting. And a And it's it's written off as oh, doctors mouth and make the best guesses, particularly when little may be known about the perpetrator. Little may be known about the perpetrator. The perpetrator lived in the freaking house. This wasn't she was attacked at the park by some psycho. She lived with it. She had to face him. Every day, up until the point that he was arrested. Hell, I would not even be shocked if he drove her to Indiana. I guess uh, police were, uh, once this report was done, police were able to subpoena the, the aborted remains of the baby. To be able to do DNA testing to prove paternity that Numbnuts is the one who actually attacked her. And from there, oh, well, the DNA matches and he got a confession. Let's see if we can get him to plead guilty. The fact that all of this was trotted out before the country. Well before, well before an arrest could be made. That speaks to the complicity of our media. The complicity of uh, doctors who have nothing to gain but their agenda. To continue to victimize, re-victimize, and re-re-victimize anyone. Just so long as their narrative can get pushed. I want to talk to you about Keto Chow. Keto Chow is a small company out of Utah that uses the absolute best ingredients to make the absolute best weight loss products available on the market. Their first goal is flavor. Who wants to drink something as a meal replacer that tastes like crap? Keto Chow understands that this is a hard barrier for a lot of companies to break through, so they have some of the best flavors. Cookies and cream, chocolate, vanilla, real strawberry. These are the best shakes I've ever had. I've been using them for a few months now, and they are amazing. So go to the link in the show notes. Check it out. You can search for recipes on how you can use their Keto Chow products to make amazing foods that taste amazing and help with your weight loss goals. KetoChow.xyz. 
keto made easy. Drizzly is the leading home alcohol delivery service available. Imagine being able to sit at home and pull up your smartphone and browse your favorite wine, beer, spirits, and then have it delivered to your home in as little as one hour. Go to drizzly.com or check out the link in the show notes and start shopping today. Not available in all areas. Please drink responsibly. Drizzly.com. All right, so getting back into things, um, there seems to be some confusion on the Twitch uh, chat. For some reason, my soundboard, even though it's Bluetooth into my phone, is not playing any of my ads or music or any of that into the phone, so you're not getting it on the Twitch stream. I apologize. Oh, man. So Kim says she has a message that's being checked. Um, That's just kind of weird that Twitch be looking at your messages that. Oh, my gosh. She said something they didn't like. Uh, That by mods. Ah, dang, gum, dang, darn, dang it. Yeah, they're algorithm mods because I haven't hired any mods to sit here and watch this and make sure that people are behaving. They let, they let me go up my merry way, be able to do things the way I want, and then they go and stick their finger right in my eye. Specifically, the eyes of you guys on Twitch. I'm so sorry. Oh, my goodness. So, all the insanity. What could be better than people just want to live their lives? In in the state of New York, you had people who had to prove that they needed a concealed carry license. Yes, I know. That's crazy thought. Crazy talk. How dare you prove that you're in danger before we give you a license? to carry a weapon and defend yourself. Well, it's, it's insane. I know, but fortunately the uh, Supreme court, when this law was taken up, um, they had some sanity and they said, uh, no, if you're going to make this law available, you know, you're going to make it legal for people to conceal carry, if they have a license, you're not going to let them go through like 12 months of rigmarole they have to go through to be able to get their concealed carry license just to yank their feet out from under them because, oh, yeah, we know you've had a stalker for the last four years. And they've been sending you death threats and they murdered your cat. Um you're not any threats. You know, you're not getting your CCL. Uh, <laughs> Kim has noticed the shirt I'm wearing. My fragile leg lamp shirt. Yes, it is Italian. 
just so we know, it is my Italian leg lamp shirt. But so New York gets gets smacked down going, no, you can't say this is available, but and just use that but as an excuse to not give out the uh the uh the concealed carry licenses to those who have been working so hard to get them. Well, New York, never to take anything lying down, as um Andrew Cuomo has shown, never take anything lying down. If you can take it while you're standing up, then take it then. Uh, New York goes back to court over concealed carry restrictions passed after SCOTUS defeat. Gun rights organization is suing New York over tight restrictions that the state has imposed on concealed carry permit holders after the Supreme Court in late June struck down state provisions restricting the issuance of such licenses. Gun Owners of America, a gun owners advocacy group, has filed suit against Concealed Carry Improvement Act, which will take effect on September 1st, according to the Epic Times. CCIA imposed tight restrictions on the concealed carry of firearms by lawful permitted holders, barring gun possession, quote, in sensitive locations, such as government offices. Okay, Uh, that one seems a little... Seems fair. I mean, uh, we saw what happened to Harvey Milk, the uh, the renowned teenage rapist, and you know, city council member of San Francisco. He was killed by a guy with a concealed gun in his office in City Hall. It, it happens. Healthcare facilities, huh? Well, it's, wouldn't they're just a. Mass shooting at a hospital between a disgruntled patient and his doctor and then bystanders. That seems a little specific there. Schools. Reasonable, but seems kind of pointed based off you know, recent history. Public transportation. I'm sorry if I am in New York. I want a gun concealed on me if I'm on the subway or the bus because I might get mugged. I might get raped. I don't know. I'm six foot five, 280 pounds. Pretty sure if somebody on a New York subway wanted to rape me, it could happen. Oh. Restaurants. Yeah, because no one ever gets shot in restaurants. Just ask uh, what inspired Texas's uh, concealed carry law started back in the 1990s. No one died in a mass shooting in a restaurant. That lubies, they, they all had food poisoning and their heads exploded. They were not shot by a crazy man who drove through the wall. Churches. Yeah, it seems reasonable, but this day and age, um, let's just say that we have a law enforcement professional who attends our church and he's packing every Sunday. There was a church I attended uh, outside Fort Hood, Texas, where uh, the preacher said he was never concerned about anything bad happening because even though he wasn't armed, 
he knew at least half the parishioners were packing heat. Guess what? None of those people ever shot up at church. In fact, um, the last time, every time the church has been shot up by crazy people, whether it be uh, the white supremacist in Charlotte, South Carolina, or the nut that shot up the church in Texas just a couple summers ago, the Air Force guy who should not have been able to buy a gun because he had a domestic violence conviction that the Air Force never submitted to Nick's. Yet it's the gun's fault that the crazy person got the gun. But I digress. Camps. Ah, yes. How many times have we seen little Jimmy away at summer camp just pull out a MAC-10 and blast people? And a bevy of other venues. As one radio personality said, if there are other people there and they are breathing, you cannot take a gun. The state will also require applicants to submit character references, spousal contact information. Yeah, because if I'm getting a concealed carry license because my wife has threatened to murder me and I fear for my life, <laughs> I'm not going to give you her contact information so you can call her and go, uh, your husband's trying to get a CCL. You know, what's his mental state? Oh, my gosh. Periodic background checks and social media history. Ah, I lived in New York and I was wanting to buy a gun. Yeah, dang, darn dang, I lost my social media accounts in a horrible boating accident. The whole the phone dropped, sank like a rock to the bottom of the lake, and it just drowned my Twitter and Facebook and my TikTok. Totally, totally horrible. Horrible. And the June Supreme Court ruling saw the judicial body eliminate the state's rule requiring concealed carry permit applicants demonstrate a need to carry a firearm. Again, there should not be a demonstrate a need. It's your right. You shouldn't even need a permit to carry concealed because it's your right. The New York proper clause requirement violates the Constitution because it allows only public carry licenses when an applicant shows a special need for self-defense, Associate Justice Clarence Thomas wrote. New York lawmakers passed the CCIA in the aftermath of the court ruling. Gun owner Ivan Antoniuk and the GOA, along with its affiliate organizations, assert in the complaint the state set forth, quote, several blatantly unconstitutional new infringements on the enumerated enumerated right to keep and bear arms, per the Epoch Times. GOA board members Sam, Sam Paredes told the Times the group was optimistic. The suit would prevail, calling CCIA an angry, vicious response to the Supreme Court. I, I, it's almost like the dad from uh, Fairly Odd Parents. The Supreme Court passes this law, or passes this law. They make this ruling that strikes down New York's law. And all of a sudden, they're standing out on the front lawn. 
Kinkle Pig! It's ridiculous. Uh, I mean, basically, they are doing the uh, Andrew Jackson. Sorry, I'm trying to find my Dr. Pepper here. Um, Doing the Andrew Jackson. John Marshall has made his ruling. Now let him enforce it. That's basically what they're doing. They're playing the F.A. To FO game. F around to find out. They're playing chicken with the train. All because they hate guns. They more importantly, it's not they hate guns. They love guns. I mean, all the police in New York have guns. The New York National Guard has guns. Many other investigative bodies in the state of New York have guns. They just don't like you having guns because you having guns, that means you could do things crazy like not be reliant on government for all of your needs. I need protection. Who am I going to call? I'm going to call my little gun safe right here next to the bed. Click. And there's my gat ready to go. No need to wait on the cops. No need to hope and pray that the response that the response time, which usually calculated from you know wherever the cop shop is situated for their area, their the precinct. So calculation times are you know calculated based on the precinct location. So you hope there's someone on patrol even closer than the precinct. Especially if you live out towards the edge of a precinct. Like me, I live 30 miles from my sheriff's department. If I need the county mounties to come here, I'm going to, even if it's an emergency, I could be waiting 30 minutes minimum. All the state ever wants to do, once it has decided it wants to take the course of despotism, the course of authoritarianism, is to disarm you, its citizenry. But keep in mind, they don't view you as a citizen because you are just a person. Grant, as a veteran, perhaps I'm actually a citizen in their eyes, kind of very similar to uh, Heinlein and Starship Troopers. But I digress. They make conditions for you to be a citizen in good standing, and they want to take, take away the guaranteed liberties, the guaranteed rights that you have as a citizen, regardless of where your standing is. Keep in mind, I am the guy who is so pro two A. I look at a, I look at a person convicted of domestic violence. I look at a person convicted of violent crime and go, you know, just because they've done this doesn't mean they should lose their ability to build nuclear bombs in their basements too. 
I believe that people should be able to defend themselves. If you are a battered woman, you should not need to demonstrate with, you know, you know, an order of protection. You shouldn't need to demonstrate with, look at the bruises on my daggum face. You shouldn't have to demonstrate a need. You should have to just say, here's the money. I'm paid. That way I can pay for my training, whether it be the, you know, the classroom, range time, whatever the requirements are. And then here's the money for my permit. Because there should be no reason to prove need. You shouldn't have to prove you have a stalker. You shouldn't have to prove that your that your ex is trying to murder your face. These are just ways that the state uses to control you, to keep you disarmed. And even if you are self-sufficient, you have a job in this tanking economy. All the things are right for your favor. But they want you dependent, even at the most mild form. And if the most mild form they can keep you dependent is on law enforcement and not being able to, you know, protect yourself. Then that is by far the biggest way that they can, you know, noose you into. Oh, I said noose. Oh, my gosh. Jesse Smollett, I apologize for saying noose. But Wallace, I am also sorry that I said noose. I didn't mean to offend you. I really didn't. That's how they're trying to force you into being reliant on the government. Even if if they can't convince you to give up your job, they cannot convince you to take a hit on groceries. They will find ways to do it. And Frankly, the ways that they plan on doing it scare the crap out of me. It is a wholly scary thing that New York is pushing here. That they would want to go out of their way to make citizens dependent and reliant on the government, which has done nothing to them other than crush their souls. Totes insanity, my friends. Totes insanity. All right, for those of you who are on Twitch watching, I'd just like to show you tonight's bourbon and bad decision. This is called The Dead. It is named, it has the picture of Wild Bill Hickok on it. It is produced in Deadwood, South Dakota is absolutely amazing. If you ever get the chance to go to Deadwood, please check it out. Just keep in mind. If you're planning on visiting, make sure you know where the free public parking is before you get there. Else it's $10 per 24 hours. Even if you're only there. Uh, Even if you're only there for a couple hours, it's just like, uh, it still costs me $10 parking on the street. Cost me no, or it cost me ten dollars parking the 
parking garage guy did. Ah, fun times. All right, so that's going to wrap it up. Again, those of you who are on Twitch, I'm sorry for the uh, giant gap of audio. It lasts about a minute. I apologize. Please don't hurt me, Steve. Um, to those of you who are listening, wherever you get your podcast, um, except iHeart, apparently iHeart decided to drop the Tyler Morgan show, whether it was during the Relentless Daring Days, whether it's during the current iteration of the show, all because I had uh, some opinions that they didn't agree with. I will say that's one reason why I stuck with Podbean for the last three and a half years is because as long as they took my money, they're going to let me say what I wanted to say. And it was great. So again, ACAST has so far, they haven't contacted me about any of the backup shows going, uh, excuse me, Mr. Morgan, there's a problem here. We need to discuss. Would you please check out this episode? So that's going for me so far. Far so good. Again, patreon.com slash Tyler Morgan show. Go there, check it out. Um, I don't have a whole lot posted there right now, but there's an RSS feed that has uh, premium content that you can, that you can buy access to five, 10, 20, or $50 a month gets you your access. And those are the different tiers. Each tier you get a little bit more stuff. So again, check it out. Yeah, please. Please kick some cash this way. It keeps everything flowing, keeps everything good. Uh, for a long time, for the last year or so, I had a little tiny ring light. Through people's amazing donations, I now have some nice LED panels out here. You can probably see them reflected on my lenses if you're watching on the old Twitches here. So again, thank you so very much for tuning in, whether it's on podcast, whether you're on Twitch, hanging out, being awesome in the chat room. Thank you so much. Uh, same four things I ask every week. Number one, please subscribe wherever you're checking out this episode. Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. I keep wanting to say iHeart, but iHeart's no longer a friend of mine. Whatever it is, wherever you're listening, CastBox, Caster, whatever, please hit the subscribe button. Get updated on the episode every week. Make sure you get the alerts. That like, ding, on Sunday morning, you wake up with the alert that Oh, there's a new show from Tyler. That's great. After you have subscribed, please rate it five stars. Well, except four. Green below. We need to go have us talk, Junior. Once you have rated it, please write a review. Say something nice. Now, if you're that guy with the one-star review and you want to call me low-rent Alex Jones, I will give you all the low-rent Alex Jones that you can stomach. So please just keep coming back. That's all I ask. After you have Subscribed, rated, reviewed. Remember, five, five stars, four okay, three and below. We need to talk. Remember, then please share this episode with someone who you think will enjoy it. Share it with someone who you think this episode will completely piss off. I think there's a reason why my sister muted me on Facebook. I kept sending her my episodes. I knew it would make her mad. Ah, I love family. So great. Again, thank you so very much for tuning in. And as always, stay relentless. The Tyler Morgan Show is a Relentless Daring Media production. 
The Tyler Morgan Show is supported by its listeners. To support the show, go to ko-fi.com slash Tyler Morgan Show to donate there or RelentlessDaring.com and hit the donate button at the top of the page to set up your donation. All music used in the Tyler Morgan Show is used with permission from PurplePlanet.com. Link in the show notes. 2 Timothy 1.7